Welcome to Dairy and Animal Science Podcasts. everyone and welcome to the 90th Little International and the 82nd Dairy Expo. This is Saturday, April 21st and I'm in the Snyder Agricultural Arena. The Little International is coordinated by the Block and Bridal Club at Penn State and the Dairy Expo is coordinated by the Dairy Science Club here at Penn State. Both of those are in the Department of Dairy and Animal Science in the College of Agricultural Sciences. Ken Kephart, why do they call it the Little International? It's probably named after the uh, various international shows that are held around the country. So this is a Little International. It's kind of a uh, smaller sister of all the larger ones. That's a good question. The person who could probably answer that really well would be Donnie Nichols. And he'd be the appropriate kind of person to talk to about that since he's... Uh, sort of has special recognition today, so why don't you go rattle his cage today? I certainly will, thank you. Okay. Okay, Don Nichols, um, do you want to tell us what your uh, your role is here in DAS? Uh, well, I'm, I'm basically the, the purebred beef cattle manager here at Penn State, and uh, I work over around Mountain View Hospital, all the area around it, and uh, the beef uh, complex is on Orchard Road, and we have... Uh, Approximately 300 head of cattle and uh, about 10 students helping, and then my, my assistant, Wanda Landis. My question is why do they call this the Little International? Well, it's a livestock show that's modeled after the International Livestock Show that it was held, involved species involved, and we can't show livestock against each other on phenotype or how they look, but we can go through. Uh, the learning process and what we do to exhibit the animals, both fitting and, and showing them. And uh, in that respect, it uh, kind of follows the old International Livestock Exposition in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. How old is the uh, the old International? When did that start? Any idea? The International? Yeah, the big it one. It was uh, probably in the, in the early 1900s. So yeah, we had all the the big processing plants from Swift and Armour in that general area and uh, it was a natural central location to hold the show for, because we get animals from all over the United States and uh, since uh, the city's kind of encroached on the stockyards and it really it isn't there anymore I think they were tearing it down in the late 60s uh, and they were still holding the show there uh, then they moved it to Louisville, which was still kind of central and a very nice facility, and it's still going still on going. today. That's really cool. It's by the Block and Bridal Club. It has its own show manager, its own uh, executive board that, that runs it, and it's open really to all students at the university in uh, all majors. You don't have to be a dairy and animal science major, specifically uh, like a beef production 
person to show in it. There, we can have kids from Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, uh, can be a English major, or history major, you name it. And in that aspect, this is the first time, maybe once in a lifetime, opportunity for these people to do it. And and the, the people I talk to every day really don't need to hear about animal agriculture because they're involved in it. Uh, we we have a lot of kids like that over the years. That's great. And a lot of them are here today from years past. That's great. I didn't realize that you could show no matter what your major was. That's excellent. And, uh, it, it, We've, over three years, been on semesters, quarters, trimesters, and everything else, and uh, that's had an effect on ups and downs. And I think now there are probably as many many people showing as we've ever had, but there, there are more people too in the college act. So, yeah. thanks, Don. You that bet. helps a lot. That Enjoyed a lot of questions. Thank you. Why don't you introduce yourself, Melissa? My name is Melissa Sankey, and I'm a junior in the College of Agricultural Sciences, and I'm an ag business major. And you're here showing an animal today? Yes, I'm actually showing a, an Angus beef heifer. Want to tell us a little bit about how much work it's taken to prepare for all this? Okay, roughly about, probably about a month and a half ago, we had a heifer drawing, and all the participants of Little Eye that were showing heifers went and drew their heifer number, and then once you find out your heifer number, you have, like we had 20... 20 mandatory nights that we had to go out and work with them, and we had to make at least half of those, and then clipping them. Like last week, we started clipping them to get them ready for today. So it's it's taken a lot of work, and it's taken a lot of hours. I haven't had a whole lot of free time the last couple of weeks, but <laughs> I hopefully it'll pay off today. What has the past week been like in particular? Um, the past week has been very busy between trying to wash animals and clip animals and do schoolwork and then try and help out at the arena to get the arena set up and bring animals over. So it's been very busy. Is this the first time that you've shown an animal at the Little Eye? Um, actually, yes. This is the first time I've shown at Little Eye. Not the first time I've shown animals, but the first time at Little Eye. And you actually work in the barns, right? Yes, yes I do. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, I actually am in a in a in a week side, and I work. Actually, I'm scheduled to work two days a week, but two mornings, Wednesday and Friday, I'm required to get up before my 8 a.m. class and actually feed. So I get up around 5:45. And when I moved in back my freshman year, I never really realized that that would be something I would be doing and how much I'd enjoy it. But something that I really enjoy. I'm glad I did it. Sounds like a totally fun job. It is, and I actually have nine other roommates. There's uh, a total of three girls that live at the barn right now, and then a total of seven guys, and it's just a fun time, and we all get along really well. Yeah, I would think that you'd get really pretty close knit. We do, and we're all like involved in like block and bride on a lot of the same clubs, so that even helps out more, and it's just a really good time. Les, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Les Firth. Uh, at this time in my life, I'm a farmer from Mercer County, but in my real life, I guess I could say I was a county extension agent for Penn State. Worked uh, almost 40 years in extension work. How many Little Internationals have you attended? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first ones were when I was a student here at Penn State, and uh, I was president of the Lock and Bridal Club. Were you really? Yeah, it was a really exciting time for you know students when they're here doing these things. The thing I cherish in my life were the great professors we had and how interested in students they were. And I would think so. Uh, we had some wonderful professors that were, you know, nationally known. Uh, I think of Herman Purdy, who was our livestock judging team coach, and, uh, and others, of course. Uh, uh, 
Herman we traveled with a lot and really got to know. Uh, but uh, Glenn King, when he was here, uh, he was a professor of meets and uh, coached the meets judging team. And, you know, I could go on and on what he did. So he was always student-centered and uh, made you feel important as a student. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your farm. Okay, our farm is, is my wife's farm, and I tease her about that all the time. In fact, I tell her I have to work for her. Uh, but... Uh, we moved to Mercer County way back in 65. I was working in Erie and they offered us a chance because that was Elaine's home and she was excited. And Over the years, uh, we didn't farm for a while when I was working hard as a county agent, but as her dad retired and uh, nobody else in the family was interested, we years I really worked at it. Are you enjoying it? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, it's, it's plenty to do, but we grow, you know, 100 plus maybe to almost 200 acres of crops and mostly corn, soybeans. Wheat's our best crop financially. That's hard to believe, but yeah. one of the reasons is that straw is so valuable. It's just hard to believe, but it's true. So <laughs> so you probably showed animals at the Little Island. Oh, yeah. What so animals I, did you show? Well, I have to think back. Uh, I remember showing a shorthorn heifer. Uh, that was a great experience. Yeah, <laughs> It's good experience, isn't it? Oh, Showing yeah. you the like. Oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, I think today there are probably a lot of students that weren't, aren't from the farm, you know, and this is a totally new experience for them. Yeah. And some of them do real well. Yes, they do. <laughs> and yeah. you grew up on a farm? Oh, sure, yeah. I was born and raised in Warren County and was in 4-H and showed dairy cattle and steer go on. I had a lot of judging experience in 4-H and FFA when I was a student, you know, a young person. And I enjoyed the judging teams here very much. We got to travel a lot, see a lot of the, you know, I mean, uh, let me see, you got to figure that out. 1996. 1996. Hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Yeah, it's over right. a decade ago. You're right, right. But we keep active and uh, try to get around and see what's happening. I enjoy my volunteer work now at Penn State. Buddy was on that board for eight years, I guess, just just finishing up. And then I got elected to the overall University Alumni Council. And I looked out yesterday when I was giving a report in one of those meetings saw the sun shining and I thought, boy, I'm not sure I should be here. I should be yeah. home getting some work done. Anything you want to say in closing? Well, I just, I guess I want to meet my relationship with uh, my fellow classmates and we still maintain contact with quite a few of those folks that are very close. In fact, probably as close as family. Have a good day today. Okay. Enjoy the little eye. Okay. I hope that was okay. That was wonderful. Okay. <laughs> That's all from the 90th Little International and the 82nd Dairy Expo. I did interview one other student named Matthew, and unfortunately my balcony tune talk voice recorder failed not once, but twice while I was interviewing Matt. So Matt, I hope that you uh, got a ribbon for your hog, and I wanted to let you know that because of the failure of my balcony tune talk recorder, I backed over it with my pickup truck. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this podcast.
This has been a Dairy and Animal Science podcast. For more information, visit das.psu.edu. To see our blog site, go to blogs.das.psu.edu.